This is a Dalina University production. Welcome to Arabic 1, lesson number 14. Today we're going to talk about verbs, nouns and prepositions, and then objects and subjects. The Arabic language is divided into three groups, nouns, verbs and prepositions. As nouns, we count names of people, animals, plants and things. Verbs are denoting actions uh, performed in different times. And prepositional, prepositions and particles are small words which don't really mean anything on their own, but they are very necessary together with other words to give the correct meaning. We're going to have some examples of nouns here. A noun in Arabic is called um, an ism, the same as uh, the word for name, ism, and the plural form is asma, ism, asma. And we've got some examples of nouns here. They, it could be, a noun could be name of a human person, a proper name like Ibrahim or Zaina. It could also be a word denoting a person like man, woman, child, aunt, etc. Um, husband. It could be name of an animal like Qatta or Kalb. Name of a plant like Warda or um, Tufa. Or it could be name of a thing like Jabal, Bait or Hakiba. Verbs are called Fa'al and the plural is Af'al in Arabic. And you remember it from the verb that we have learned to do something, fa'ala, right? Fa'al is a verb in general and fa'al are verbs in plural tense, in the plural form. And verbs are words that explain what's happening or what someone's doing at a specific time. In the, pa in the past tense, yesterday, last year, ten years ago, or in the present, right now, I'm speaking, or tomorrow, next week, next year, etc. There is also the imperative, which is referring to actions that has to be done in the future, uh, which we haven't discussed yet. That will be left for Arabic too. There are also prepositions and particles, which are called, one of them is called a harf, which is also the word for a letter in Arabic, harf, and the plural is huruf, harf, huruf. Okay, and these little particles and prepositions, we've seen many of them before. We've seen fi, min, ala, etc. And we've seen hal, sin, sofa, ma, la, and so on. These words don't really mean anything on their own. Fi, in, inside what? Right? But together with other words, they're very important. It's really important to know if something is inside or outside, or on top or under, for example. But on their own? They're not that important. The next thing we're going to talk about are subjects. For those of you who have studied grammar a lot before, um, this will not be something new, uh, but it's still good to repeat. A subject of a sentence is the person or thing, or animal for that matter, who is performing the verb. The In Arabic, the subject is usually placed after the verb, so we've got verb, subject, the person or thing performing the verb, and then we'll see on the next page, after that we have the object. 
this as you know the subject is also marked in the verb itself in Arabic if you look at a verb you can see exactly if it's a man or a woman who's performing the verb if it's one person or two people or more than that three and more than that um, and you can also see if it's the first person if it's I or we or if it's the second person you or if it's the third person he she or they all of that you can read just from looking at the verb in this examples that we have here the um, subject is marked in blue Nama al the cat is the animal performing the act of sleeping the child ate the child is the person in this case who is eating the tree flowered so it's the tree itself that's performing this action of flowering and Sara al-Qatar the train went or passed by and it's the train again that's the subject the thing that's performing the verb next thing we're going to talk about is objects and the object is the person or thing or animal that's affected by the action or the result of the um, verb not all verbs take objects like we saw in the examples on the last page the cat slept we don't need an object here no one is affected by this sleep um, as we said also the word order is usually verb subject object shariba the verb atiflu the subject alhaliba the object the child drank the milk so when we translate we need to remember to change it around shahada akhi albita my brother saw the house akal alkalb at'ama ishtara abi at-tufaha okay now this is the normal word order or the usual word order now if you feel that it's extremely important to say that it's the dog who ate the food it wasn't you it wasn't your brother it wasn't the cat it was the dog you really want to emphasize this put the dog first الكلبو akalata'ama. that's fine it doesn't make it it makes a difference in meaning in the ways you're in the way that you're emphasizing that it was the dog but it doesn't really make a big difference however the, as we said in the beginning the most usual word order is verb subject object.